Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. أتى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة وجاهد في الله حتى أتاه اليقين. May all the praise be to Allah, the one who guided us to this deen of Islam. And I witness that Allah is the only God, He is the only one who provides life, who provides death, who installs people in authority and the one who removes them away. And I witness that Muhammad may the peace and the blessings of Allah be upon him and upon his descendants. Till the day of judgment, I witnessed that he had received the revelation from Allah and that he had conveyed the message in the best manner a man could ever do. A few days ago, a representative from the White House makes a declaration that China is abusing Muslim women, making a genocide with repetitive with repetitive uh, assaults on Muslim women, makes the statement that now it's about time to impose some sanctions on China for creating that type of genocide and that type of systemic attacks on Muslim women of the ego. It's about time to do that. Or is it long time due? Only one year ago, the same announcement was made in regard of Muslim women of the Rohingya, attacked and abused and assaulted by minimal authorities, army, and what have you. And during the same period of time, lots of news came out about the genocide that's happening against Muslims, our people in general, in Syria in Yemen, in Libya. Some of it had to do with attacks on women, some had to do with children, some had to do with people in general. And we have known this all the way through. Muslims have always known that the Muslim people in the, of the Igor and the Rohingya and in Syria and in Kashmir and in Libya and in Yemen and wherever you look, they have been under direct oppression, under assaults, under attacks, going through genocide, going through killings, going through destructions, going through humiliations, going through uh, living in Daipura, living in refugee camps. Just the, 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 the news and the videotapes that are coming from the northern part of Syria, if anyone of you has seen that, where all the camps have been drowned in the mud because of some floods from the, the, the rain. And this happens every year, not only this winter. 
putting this aside, putting this aside, what has come from the United States or from the BBC, the one that made the first announcement about <coughs> the uh, torture and the assault on Muslim women of the ego, let me go back to the Quran. The Quran had defected that at any point of time, there would be some assaults. At any point of time, people would go through all types of oppressions. They would go through all types of attacks, assaults, uh, on their honor, on their lives, on their blood, on their wealth. And then Allah made a call, made a call upon those who have been assigned by Allah as the sole witness over mankind. In Surah Al-Nisa, he says, وَمَا لَكُمْ لَا تُقَاتِلُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَالْمُسْتَضْعَفِينَ مِنَ الْرِجَالِ وَالنِّسَاءِ وَالْوِلْدَانِ الذين يقولون ربنا أخرجنا من هذه القرية الظالم أهله. Why? It's a question. Why? Why aren't you standing up, even if it takes to take arms, with your arms to fight, in order to save and rescue those who had been oppressed, men, women, children, not only women, not only children, but men also. When the men, the women, and the children who are being oppressed and be crying out, raising their hands up, Rabbana, oh our Lord, أَخْرِجْنَا مِنْ هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةِ الظَّالِمِ أَهْلُهَا Save us. Get us out of this land where oppression is practiced day after day after day. Where oppression is the norm. And here the point is, Allah is asking this question, why you are not standing up? Why are you waiting until the White House says, oh, we have just noticed and we have evidence now that something wrong is going on in the ego. And you applaud that. Allah is not saying you have to applaud what the United States says, what the White House says, whether during Trump or Biden administration. He said, why don't you stand up yourself? Why don't you go up for the rescue, to save those people who are crying out, we live in a land of oppression. We live under continuous systemic oppression. We are being pers persecuted for our ideas, for our thoughts, for our being, for our looks, for our food, for, our, for the fact that we are what we are. Why don't you? He's asking this question. And we have to answer, because indeed, for the last 50, 60, 70 years, with all the atrocities happening in the world, atrocities against Muslims all over, against people, Allah in the ayah, by the way, does not say when the Muslim men, women, and children are being oppressed, but says, الناس لا تقاتلون في سبيل الله والمستضعفين in general, مستضعفين oppressed men, women, and children. He did not say Muslims. It's your duty, the Muslims, to stand up for the rights and to save and to rescue any human who goes under that oppression. And he's asking the question, why is it you are not standing up? Why you are not fighting to save these people? What's happening with you? He's asking the question, knowing that there will come a time, there will come a time when the Muslims will not be able to stand up and actually do, do not stand up. And then the question comes, وَمَا لَكُمْ لَا تُقَاتِلُونَ why are you sitting? 
Why are you not fighting? Oh, Allah Azza wa we can't fight because we don't have armies. We don't have nuclear weapons. America is the one that has it. Russia is the one that has it. China is the one that has it. And our armies, we don't have armies. The armies of the Muslim lands, Muslim people, are controlled by puppets. By puppets of the same people who are oppressing the Muslims. Bashar al-Assad, Sisi, the king of Saudi Arabia, in Pakistan, in India, and all over. That's the answer. Malakum, why? You have to answer. You have to answer. You have to answer. You have to answer. It's a question for every one of you. It's a question for me. It's a question for all the 1.8 billion Muslims. Because this ayah was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu to convey it to us, to the Muslims who believe in Islam. This ayah is not for the Marines. It's not for the Navy. It's not for the Air Force of America. It's not for the Russian troops. It's not for the Saudi king who doesn't care about Islam. It's not. It's, it's for Muslims. For 1.8 billion people who pray just like we do today. We have a Jum'ah. Despite the different time zones, now there are millions of people who are praying Jum'ah this time. There are millions of people who have already prayed Jum'ah in the eastern part of the world. And we will be praying, 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 praying. It's for us. And reading this Quran, opening it, Alhamdulillah, our tears start coming down our cheeks. And going to the graveyard, reading the Quran for my father or mother or your father or mother. It's for us who read this Quran. This is an ayah. It's an ayah. It's still you. Why are you not? What's your answer? What's my answer? Oh, we don't have a powerful state. Why don't you have it? Why don't you make it? Oh, this is only the job of a group like Hizbut Tahrir. This is a group of the brotherhood. It's the, it's, it's the duty of this and that. It's fine. It's the duty of them. But the, the, the question from Allah is for you, for everyone. For everyone. Why you are not standing up for the Muslims of the Igor? Why you are not standing up for the Muslims of Rohingya? Why you are not standing up for the Muslims of Syria, of Libya? Oh, how many times do I have to count them? And this ayah is calling, calling upon us. One Muslim woman in Amuria, which is today is called Ankara, by the way. Because sometimes the people think Amuria is some fictitious town. Amuria is not fictitious. Amuria is Ankara. And it is the heart of Ankara, where the downtown of Ankara today, there's a castle there. That's where the place, and there is an old town still exists until today. And the historians can pinpoint to the exact house where the call out for Al-Mu'tasim came from a woman who was being tampered by one of the Romans to rape her, or kill her, or persecute her, whatever. And she raised her hand, Wa Mu'tasim? Where is Al-Mu'tasim? And the man was saying, do you think Al-Mu'tasim is going to listen to you and hear your voice? He's in Baghdad and you are in Ankara in Turkey. But he did. The voice and the sound and the plea came all the way to Baghdad. And Al-Mu'tasim was told that this woman, when she cried out, and that Roman I don't even know how to describe him. That animal 
was saying, do you think that Al-Mu'tasim would come? She said, if Al-Mu'tasim hears my voice, he would come with an army, all with one single color horses. All those horses are going to be from the white, bright, beautiful horses. And Al-Mu'tasim told his army, give me an army only with that type of color horses. And he marched and he saved that woman. And he conquered Ankara. And Ankara from that time became the nucleus of the future state of Islam, the Ottoman states, which, is, which was rising for more than 400 years. That was, a, that was a response to a call, not by the woman, but the response to call of Allah Azza wa Jal, because he knows that he is responsible. Today, brothers, sisters, whether sitting here or would be hearing this later on on the social media, we have failed, we have failed as Muslim Ummah on each and every call by Allah Azza wa Jal. Starting from the call وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَةِ stand up and establish prayer. We fail to do that. We pray but we don't make Iqamat Salah. Iqamat Salah is when there is, when there is a call from the state to organize the masjid and to organize the rules. Today, Muslims don't even know how to pray, what to pray. They have, they have all types of problems with defining where is the Qibla. And you know that. And we fail on the issue of Zakah. Take a Zakah from them. Today, Zakah is voluntarily. I feel good, I pay Zakah. I feel too rich. I give some sadaqah, but I don't pay the zakat. The zakat of the Muslim ummah is sufficient to resolve the poverty of each and every Muslim in the world. We failed on that. We failed on the jihad. We failed on liberating our lands. We failed on protecting our women, our children, our men. We failed on each and each and every one of these calls. Why? It's very simple. Because we have failed to establish a unit that can arrange all of these issues and can prioritize them and can administer them and can manage them. We have failed on those. You have seen how in America there was a chaos simply for a few days or hours when there was a dispute whether the old president would leave or not leave. Only a few minutes or hours. There was so much concern. That if the state remains in vacuum for any point of time, then this country could collapse. Somebody from outside could invade it, could destroy it. That's natural. This, this is very simple axioms of life, very simple ideas of economy, of politics, of political systems. And this is we learn, we, we teach our kids, they are in the, in the school, everybody's teaching them. You cannot have a vacuum for one second, even in your home. At any point of time, there is a vacuum. Neither the man nor the, 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 the father or the mother taking care of the children. Then people would go would sleep hungry. No one is bringing food to the table. That's very normal. Imagine if that vacuum happens in a state. As I said, we have just witnessed that a few weeks ago. We have had this vacuum for almost 100 years now. Total vacuum, total loss. No caretaker. Muslims are like sheep being slaughtered. 
in the slaughterhouse of America, of Britain, of France, of China, of Russia, of Syria, of, 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 of. That's what the situation is. Now, we are hearing the news. The White House is complaining about China responding badly or raping women. And some of the Muslims say, oh, mashallah, now we have something coming up for the sake of Muslims. Come on, guys, come on, Muslims. Live up to your Islam. Live up to the call that Allah is making up in, up in you. Live up to the Quran that you are reading. To one ayah of the Quran. At least one ayah. Take any ayah in the Quran, any ayah. Starting from Iqra Bismi Rabbik, the first ayah. Your Lord is Allah Listen to him at least once. We can. We cannot respond to the call of Allah Allah is telling you, وَمَالَكُمْ Why you are not fighting? Allah, I can do that. Why can't you do that? I don't have resources. Why don't you have resources? Resources are in the hand of the king in my country or the king of the other country or the United States or the National Security Council. I can do that. Well, is that an answer? Would that relieve me from the sin? I don't think so. I don't think so. Each and every Muslim of the world today will bear the sin of every woman who is being raped in China, in Myanmar, in Syria, in Yemen, in Libya, in Saudi Arabia, all over. Not only Muslim women. Every Muslim will be will bear a sin on every woman who is being raped, whether Muslim or non-Muslim, all over the world. All over the world. Every Muslim among those 1.8 billion useless, helpless Muslims would bear a sin because why would they bear a sin? Because Allah says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ I made you. I assigned you. I gave you the, the, the power to be witnesses over mankind. But you failed. You failed. You are not becoming a witness on your own affairs. How would you be able to be a witness for the affairs of the world? May Allah forgive our sins. Alhamdulillah, may all the praise be to Allah. I don't want to sound, as some people say, oh brother, you have nothing to talk about. Every time we hear you, you end up saying, we need to reinstall the Khilafah state. We've heard you talking about this all the time. But I am yet to hear a different answer. I am yet to hear that there is yet another alternative. We have been living without that, without the Khilafah for the hundred years. What, have, what did we have? We had Muslim Ummah divided over 54 states, and it's increasing by the day. In Sudan, in Libya, in Syria, all these things are coming up. We have seen all types of isms, nationalism, socialism, capitalism. We have seen all types of poverty. 
and we have not been able to establish that unit, which is called the Khilafah. Now, Khilafah is not a political ambition of someone who is obsessed with politics. Khilafah is a state which, is, which has the duty to respond to the call of Allah on our behalf. On our behalf. That's what I was saying a few minutes ago. Where am I going to run away from my sin? I could have run away from my sin and put it in the burden as a burden on the, on, on the, on the shoulder of a Khalifa. Because that's what the Khalifa or the Imam is for. The Imam, I give him a bayah so that he can use all the resources to respond on behalf of all of the Muslims. Then I can continue doing my daily errands and jobs. Relief from all of these sins that come to my shoulder without me having to do anything with them. I'm not the one who raped the woman. I'm not the one who encouraged their rape. I'm not the one who supported their rape. I'm not the one who, who was hiding all the evidences. Then why do I have to bear the sin? Oh, because I did not stand up to protect it. But I cannot protect it myself. It needs a powerful army. It needs a powerful state. It needs someone who can make a difference. So I'm not just repeating myself. I am not. I am only repeating the situation that has not been resolved. So don't tell me that because you have spoken time and time and time again, it's enough. It will be enough only if the situation changes. Don't play on the game of time. By time, the brother will forget. By the time, the brother will just will give up by the time when the time goes on and on and on he will say, say oh there is no more help there, there is no more hope of changing the situation as long as the situation does not change and as long as the same solution applies i will continue to repeat and request and ask let's live up to this solution let's up let's live up to the call of allah azawajal, to what, whatever it takes to respond to the call of allah azawajal. يا أيها الذين آمنوا استجيبوا لله وللرسول إذا دعاكم لما يحييكم واعلموا أن الله يحول بين المرء وقلبه وأنه إليه ترجعون O mankind, O mu'mineen, O believers respond to the call of Allah عز وجل and the call of his messenger whenever he calls you to whatever makes your life protected and if you don't respond request will remain there all the time. Allahumma inni as'aluka fi hadha al-yawm al-azim anna tad'a lana dhanban illa rakhartha wa la sayyi'atan illa mahawta wa la khati'atan illa wada'ataha ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma aghfir lana al-dhuruba al-lati tahtukul asam. Allahumma aghfir lana al-dhuruba al-lati tajribu al-niqam. Allahumma aghfir lana al-dhuruba al-lati tubaddil al-ni'am. Allahumma ya Allah munna alayna wa ala al-muslimin wa ala al-alami ajma' بقيام دولة الخلافة الراشدة تحكم فيها بكتابك وبسنة نبيك يؤمر فيها بالمعروف وينهى فيها عن المنكر وترفع فيها راية الجهاد في سبيلك ويرفع فيها الظلم والطغيان عن عبيدك وعن البشر الذين خلقت يا رب العالمين اللهم إني أسألك في هذا اليوم العظيم أن توحد كلمة المسلمين على الحق وأن تنصر المسلمين بالإسلام وأن تعز المسلمين بالإسلام يا الله وصل اللهم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت وسلمت على إبراهيم
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.